0: Hey Fuel and Game Forge members, this is uh, Brian Bailey here bringing you a coffee uh, talk on Tuesdays. Uh, what I'm trying to do is get us out in front of you guys more often. That way this will sit in our uh, storylines, uh, basically answer questions that you guys ask about so I don't have to answer each one individually uh, because I do do that. I try to reply back within 24 hours. But So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take four questions. Uh, I put up a post yesterday and I actually got... Oh, God, almost 30 questions asked. So the good news is I have plenty of questions to go over in the next couple of weeks, but I'm going to address Fuel, which is our video platform podcast, a Game Forge proper question about how to work the system, a performance question, and then just a fun question at the end that I was asked by somebody. So uh, my first question I got was on Fuel. What the hell is that? <laughs> Okay, as you know, we are one of the worst marketers on earth uh, via Fuel and Game Forge. So, Fuel is a video platform we provide uh, we created to kind of support Game Forge. So, Game Forge is a great tool to be able to analyze, understand, and predict score. Uh, but to apply and train and how to get more out of the system, we created Fuel, which is our video platform and support. So if you're a Gameforge member, you can actually add Fuel at a discount now, or you can be just a Fuel member or just a Gameforge member. But what it does is help you unlock performance using Gameforge, but more so how to unlock performance through psychology with Mike Revlos and Gareth McShay talking about learning, Mark Sweeney talking about data science and Aimpoint and all that good stuff, and me. I'm just a clown. I just fill airtime. So. Uh, that all that information is in there. and We also have friends of that are creating stuff. Chris George is creating some really cool stuff. So if you're not a Fuel member, I really encourage you to become a Fuel member. $9.95 a month. That's cheaper than this cup of coffee I'm drinking here. Um, so I really encourage you to do that. Forge wise the question I got, I guess three questions was, what, why do you not measure up and downs? So if you think of up and downs, uh, that is your ability to chip the ball, Close enough to the hole or whatever, and then make a putt, right? And up and down. Well, up and downs don't predict score. What what we do inside of GameForge is we're actually a score predicting system, more than a score reporting system. So what's the difference? So score reporting basically takes the data, churns it through. You know, you put in how many pieces, and it gives you a five, ten times the amount of data coming back. It reports. But when we built and modeled GameForge, we actually built it as a prediction system. So. To predict score, we need to understand what scrambling is. So we want to say, when you miss the green, did you or did you not get up and down for par? To us, that is much more important than you chipping and saving double. Uh, You know, making a great chip and saving double. That, That gets caught up in score and all that. But like I said, we are based on predicting score and understanding that. So we do not measure up and downs. We do proximities with... P6 and P12, and, and if you're inside a Game Forge, you understand how that affects your ability to save par. But scramble to us, it's true definition of scramble. The PGA Tour uses the same definition. It's your ability to save par when you miss the green. That is why we do not measure up and downs. I have no problem with you on the side uh, measuring that, but again, everything we do inside a Game Forge is actually being able to predict score, which makes us a lot different than a lot of other categories. And the really cool part where you're gonna come to find out 23, 24, Uh, You're going to hear a lot about predictions, Uh, and actually we made a really cool one with uh, the regionals going on right now. We use our data science, and right now we're about 65% clip prediction rate of who's going to the national championship, and we'll kind of watch that over the next couple days and see how good we were with predicting the women's events uh, here in the States. Performance-wise, I got a ton of these, but I think I I was going to go one way, but uh, I had a phone call yesterday with a pro. And uh, the West Coast, um, just talking about how do I get players and them into the system and understanding what's important. Uh, you know, been listening to our stuff for a while. I was just having trouble applying that and getting players to buy into Game Forge. Well, I think what's really cool is we had a long conversation on this. To me, he works with a lot of higher handicaps, trying to get them better. You know, the first question is: is what's your goal? You know, I think we in golf do a not a great job of focusing in on the right pieces, right? So inside of performance, what's our main goal in performance? Shoot low numbers. That is golf, right? So I think we get lost as coaches and players of getting technique ridden, uh, getting, you know, just overwhelmed in what techniques and skills there are, uh, and we forget that the game is really about scoring, right? So we, we've done the, fo- the Forging Players series inside of Fuel. Um, where it talks about shooting a hundred and we talk about shots to green to me is the most powerful tool. And, uh, will uh, Zalatoris the other day did a whole thing where it's like, how do you play better? Get to the green faster. We've been sat in that for about a year and a half now. Get to the green faster. So if I'm a high handicapper, if I want to break a hundred, I have 61, 62 shots to the green, 37, 38 putts. I can break a hundred. Now, what can you do? What are you capable of it as a golfer? Maybe it's I can hit seven iron 150 yards almost every time fairly straight My dispersions are, are you know doable? Well, if you're playing a 350 yard par four two seven irons and a little wedge You're you're right around the green So there's a lot of ways to get shots to green and understand our goal is performance Our goal is to shoot scores. So don't fall for the I have to have perfect technique I have to have this I have my goal is to break a hundred I got 61 shots from cheetah green. How? What is the best way for me to move around the golf course and do that? Completely different philosophy than what you'll get when you sit down with a lot of coaches and say, my goal is to break X, Y, Z, and they're going to immediately go into technique, technique, technique. All important, you have to be able to have certain techniques to be able to move the golf ball around. But again, you got to understand the, the higher level is performance. Understand those concepts and the technique and all those pieces will fill in themselves. So we had a great conversation on that and really talked about how to get, players involved. Inside of Game Forge, we do uh, primary stats, which is basically total putts, score, and from that we get shots to green, we get scoring breakouts, and we get some other you know greens and regulation data and stuff like that. But again, it's really putting in three stats, four stats f- per hole, and that's all you need to do is a higher handicap. You don't need to put in 30, 40 minutes worth of work. You don't need to pay a couple thousand dollars to put things on your golf clubs and move around the golf course. That's all you need to start to be able to create a picture on training and where you need to go. So performance-wise, Shasta Green is ridiculously good. I encourage you to use that more in, in your actual teachings. Uh, the final thing we're going to talk about is uh, when we were in Denmark, I had a... Uh, uh, I don't know if I can say his name, but he, he uh, became a friend of ours, a very outgoing guy. As we taught an Aimpoint class um, to the members of the Northern Golf Club. Um, he asked, is it important to be, to buy the newest and the best equipment to be ready? I know he's kind of playing around with me. He actually calls me Coach Beard from, uh, what's that show? Ted Lasso. He was calling me Coach Beard all day. Uh, but, but the concept is, is, you know, is the newest equipment necessary? Do I need to buy that week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out? Yes and No. Of course, equipment's getting better, and the you know manufacturers, for the most part, are trying to get equipment for you to be able to perform at a higher level. That that is true, somewhat, uh, but don't always believe the hype. And you know, maybe there's an engineering piece where they talk about trampoline effect off the face of a driver with a certain shaft, and blah 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 blah. And it, you know, it's we're netting on the computer x percentage more spring effect, and what does that really mean to you as a golfer? yard. All right? And I've also seen a lot of really good golfers being fitted for equipment by manufacturers and the the computer basically the entire setup looked great on computer on the range, everything was great. They go two, three holes in and they just drop the driver in the middle of the golf course and just go back to their old one because their old one for whatever reason, the kick was right, the shaft was right, the, everything worked out and they hit it much better. So again, having the newest and best equipment, again, like anything, doesn't mean I perform. The key is is if I do invest in a new driver or irons or wedge, what do my dispersions do? Are they getting better? Are, are my carry dispersions better? Are my lateral dispersions better? Is my ability to hit a driver better? Again, I need to assess these pieces and make sure that the equipment change was right. Uh, I can tell you a story of a pro golfer that Club manufacturer put them in a or her inside of a new set of, of equipment uh, into the golf season. She made it on tour. She's actually making cuts, playing well. They basically switched her entire bag out and for some reason put uh, this female golfer in stiff shafts. And needless to say, she couldn't break 80 for about six weeks. And then kind of in a tailspin and her career kind of got sub <laughs> kind of got wrecked. Uh, now, part of that is the player should have known and should have changed and shouldn't have made a switch in season uh, and things like that. But you can't always think that the newest and best. And just because I was in front of a, you know, a, a radar system that said that these clubs are moving better than anybody else, you can't believe that that is true until you actually go play and perform and see if it works. So again, you know, my whole philosophy has changed since starting Game Four. performance is a bar. Everything supports that. And if you kind of think of that. As your guiding tool as a coach um, and you make decisions off of performance and where things are going everything else falls into place and makes a whole lot more sense so you know that's what I would say for my kind of fun question and as for me uh, I have hand-me-down drivers I'm still playing an old tailor-made I don't even know it's probably about six years old head doesn't even come off of it uh, I have a set of Nike Pro combos uh, so and yes, I checked them, and my my wedge is still bent 48. So therefore, it is not 42. So I have not picked up eight to 10 yards just by changing the loss on my clubs. Uh, but again, you don't have to go super new to be able to play great golf. When you find the equipment you like and it's really good, it's really hard to change. And being stubborn, and that is me. Um, kind of the four questions I had here. Keep. I, Every Sunday night, I will drop a new question um, for you, or I'll drop a new Instagram post for you to ask questions. I've got about 20 more questions I need to go through, and I'll fill those up out over the next few weeks. And then here, I'm on my new set. We have a new show coming inside of Game Forge and Fuel that is uh, Mixing Passions. Uh, you'll learn more about that here in the coming weeks. Uh, actually, we will be starting in June, so it's not very far away. Uh, So we have some new stuff coming inside of Fuel. Uh, Make sure you check out Garris' new podcast coming on Thursday. I have a new video coming out tomorrow for high school coaches and coaches in general. And thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for asking questions. And I look forward to bringing you more of these throughout throughout the year. Thank you so much.